0: The service this morning is not like any other service we've had in recent memory. In fact, I think it's the first service like this I've been involved in in 40 years. This is a service of lament. Fundamentally, it is a prayer service. We will participate in corporate prayer, private prayer, liturgical prayer, scriptural prayer. In Lamentations 1.12, you read these words. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look and see if there is any sorrow like my sorrow, which was brought upon me. In its original context, the words are written after the fall of Jerusalem, which was a judgment directed by God. And yet it feels like a foretelling of what Christ will experience on the cross. Look, all of you who pass by, is there any sorrow like my sorrow? Who can imagine the sorrow that Christ felt? Sorrow at our sinfulness. Sorrow at the destruction we had wrought on creation. Sorrow at the way in which humanity treated one another, taking advantage, abusing, manipulating. His creation had been perfect. Look what we made of it. Our fellowship with the Father had been perfect. Look what we made of it. Lament is the natural expressions of humans in the grip of pain and suffering. And the Psalms in scripture are full of lament. This is Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day but you do not answer and by night but find no rest. Jesus quotes that Psalm from the cross. When Jesus says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's quoting Psalm 22 and all that Psalm 22 says. Because the Psalms are his scriptures. They are his prayer book. And in his moment of darkest agony, he joins the psalmist to express his grief. It only makes sense then that we would turn to the Psalms in our times of sorrow and grief. It's been one year now since COVID changed our way of life and there have been many, many losses. As I've said in recent days, it is important to name your sorrow, to name your grief so that you can bring it to the Lord. That is the purpose of this service. This is a tangible, concrete way to name our grief and to bring it to God together. It's what he has invited us to do, to cast our care on him. So I would invite you to listen to this particular song, which articulates our grief, but also leads us from grief to hope.
1: Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink deep in mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the floods sweep over me. I am weary with my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God.
2: I cry aloud to God, aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearing. My soul refuses to be comforted. I think of God and I moan. I meditate and my spirit faints. You keep my eyelids from closing. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I commune with my heart in the night. I meditate and search my spirit. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love ceased forever? Are his promises at the end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? O Lord, God of my salvation, when
1: at night I cry out in your presence, Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry, for my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol.
2: I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like those who have no help, like those forsaken among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more for they are cut off from your hand.
0: The congregational reading is in the center of the folder on the right hand side. This is a response to the Psalms of lament you've just heard. I'll invite that side of the congregation to read with Gary and go first, and this side of the congregation to read the bold-faced
3: print with me. Hear the voice of my supplication as I cry to you for help, as I lift up my hands toward your most holy sanctuary. Be merciful to me,
0: O God, be merciful to me, for in you my soul
3: takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destroying storms pass by.
0: I cry to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me.
3: He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame those who trample on me. God. Will send
0: forth his steadfast love
3: and his faithfulness. In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me.
0: Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. This is a day for confession, much has been lost, and candidly, I'm rattled. When Diane Jaraka died this past spring, I remembered one of her greatest fears, that she would die alone. I was unable to visit her in St. Francis Hospital after she was diagnosed with COVID. I had to pray with her by FaceTime. I couldn't hold her hand, I couldn't wait by her bedside. Yes, I could still read scripture, I could still sing, I could still assure her of the forgiveness of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit, but I could only do that when the nurses were willing and able to hold the iPad in front of her face a few short minutes. As far as human comfort goes, There was no one by her bedside when she passed. Many of you have had similar experiences. I haven't seen Elsie Turkus in a year. I write, but I cannot visit. I can't imagine the isolation that our seniors in nursing homes are feeling. I have other fears. I am afraid for those families who have begun to think attending church by video is normal. I am afraid for those who have lost friends due to conflict, whether political or through separation or just due to differences of opinion about the best way to respond to this crisis. None of us have so many, affre- so many friends that we can afford to lose very many. I'm afraid of the increasing debt load that some have had to bear in order to survive losses of jobs or reduced hours. I'm afraid of what's happening to our nation. And so I run to God, not just for my- myself, but for all of us. Romans 12, 15 reminds us to rejoice with those who rejoice, but weep with those who are weeping. I try to place myself in the shoes of others who are suffering. I try to offer support or encouragement. My efforts feel so feeble to me. And so I cry out to God. I pour out my lament. God, help us but lament is for a season, not forever. Trusting God during loss is hard. God goes with us through grief. We do not have to travel alone. We know Jesus was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. When we are suffering, it is good to remember Jesus as the one who understands us for real. Jesus was a sufferer himself. The cross is the self-revelation of a God who suffers with us and for us. In the cross, we see a Jesus who will not save himself. He will not take the easy way out. He allows the waters of death to close over his head and he joins us in the place we all must go. He really does understand. He really knows. And he, like an experienced sufferer, is with us. He will hear our prayers. And even if the worst happens to us, he has a plan for us even then. For the promise of God is that he will receive us to himself. He has prepared for us. We are safe and secure in his arms. That is the anchor of our hope. He hears, he understands, he is with us. And so it is, it is appropriate to tell him exactly how we feel to tell him the things that we fear, to tell him of our concerns for others, to be completely honest with the one who loves us so completely. We come to a time of prayer. I'm going to ask Daryl and Benjamin to lead in the lament, and then we will respond with congregational prayer at its conclusion.
1: How How shall shall we we praise praise you, Lord our God? God.
4: When When we we are locked down, down, how how shall shall we we praise praise you? you? When the doors to your house are closed to many and all your people cannot assemble.
1: When those desperately in need of money and work must stay at home to teach their children.
4: When we can't greet one another, hug one another, show common affection and warmth for one another. How shall we praise you? How shall we we praise praise you, O Lord, when when we cannot care for those who are are most in need? need? How How shall shall we we praise you? you? When we can only communicate by hearing on the phone or seeing on the screen or digitally messaging or even just waving through a window.
1: When we cannot meet our parents and children, grandparents and grandchildren, or other family members and friends.
4: When we cannot touch them in their flesh and blood to know they are alive, and and when they have passed into your arms, we cannot gather to say goodbye. How shall we praise you? Lord, I will try to praise you. Through gritted teeth, I will praise you. Lord, when I cannot pray
1: or worship, Help me be aware of all your people and your saints and angels hovering around me, lifting me up.
4: When I feel alone, let me feel you near me, even if only for a moment that enables me to go on. Let me hear you say, peace be with you.
1: Hear our prayer, O Lord, and help us to praise you.
0: This liturgical prayer is a response prayer. I will read a short statement, and together the congregation responds to each statement with, hear our prayer, O Lord, and help us to praise you. You can follow along in your folder and respond at the end of each statement. Hear our cry, Almighty God, listen to our prayer, How long will we have to hide in our homes from this invisible enemy? Panic and anxiety abounds. Our souls are weary from the strain of the life-altering unknowns. Hear our prayer, O Lord, and help us to praise
3: you. Hear our cry, Almighty Lord. How long will we have to protect ourselves from those who are not appropriately cautious around us? how long must we endure the rage that this perilous virus fosters in us? Hear our prayer, O Lord, and help us to to praise you.
0: Hear our cry, almighty Lord, for the protection of our loved ones and family members and the protection of the loved ones and family members of our neighbors and fellow citizens and the whole human family around the world. Hear our prayer, O
3: Lord and help help us us to praise you. Hear our cry, Almighty God, for the protection of all those who labor in the fight against this disease in hospitals and research labs, in essential working environments, and in the task of keeping our communities functioning.
0: Hear Hear our our prayer, prayer, O Lord, Lord, and help help us us to praise you. you. Hear our cry, almighty God, for those families who are grieving losses too big to describe, who are trying to put the pieces of their lives back together again. Bring comfort and healing and use us to accomplish your will. Hear our our prayer, prayer, O Lord, and help help us us to praise praise you.
3: Hear our cry, almighty Lord, for those families who are facing economic ruin, who feel helpless in the face of unavoidable circumstances, who have lost hope and feel that they have nowhere to turn, send your aid from heaven through your church, through us.
0: Hear Hear our our prayer, prayer, O Lord, Lord, and help us to to praise you. you. Hear our cry, almighty God, for those who are sick and for those who are suffering symptoms of this disease that will last for many months or even years. Hear our prayer, O Lord, and help us to praise you. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful and lift up all who are brought low. Renew our confidence and anchor our hope in your love for all of your children. Amen. In this next section of the service, candles represent our prayers. Prayers for the comfort of God and for the light of Christ to shine in the dark places of our lives. Every candle also represents a loss, and our intention to present those losses to Christ, placing them on his altar. We want to shed the light of Christ, the comfort of Christ, the compassion of Christ on the areas of grief and loss that we are experiencing. To light a candle is to say, I am grieving a loss, but I am reaching out to Christ for grace, for his warmth, for his light. The slides that will begin in a moment help us identify some of the losses we have experienced as a community. There are many more losses than those you will see on the slides. During the time that the slides are showing, feel free to come to the altar and light a candle. And in so doing, remember one or more of these losses in prayer. Pray for yourself. And for those around you, consider those who have been deeply affected by these losses and ask for mercy that is promised to us to help us in our time of need. This morning there's no one sitting in the first pew because it's not really safe to kneel at the altar while there are lighted candles on it. And so if you want to linger at the altar for prayer, feel free to be seated in the front pew as um, instead of kneeling at the altar this morning. This is an informal time. The slides will be running, there'll be music playing, and you can come and go as you please to the altar. You may pray in the seat where you are. It's not necessary to be here, but that's up to you uh, to respond as you feel comfortable. Let me pray as we begin this time. Jesus, Son of God, you understand the grief we are experiencing. You wept at the tomb of Lazarus. You understand the loss and pain of all those around us. You carried the pain of the world on your shoulders to Calvary's cross. Come now and comfort us by your spirit. Bring us healing, in all the ways that we need it, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Help us lift our eyes to you, to trust you, to place our confidence in you. Renew our hope and grant us your peace, amen. Psalm 111, praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. The works of his hand are faithful and just. All of his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Blessed Jesus, we are grateful for the confidence we have that you have heard our prayers. Our hope is in you. Amen. Let's rise together and sing songs proclaiming the faithfulness of God.
5: mercies are new every morning your grace is sufficient
6: In justice, unfailing grace, his promise says, Remain. Yes, your promise says, Remain. The heavens ring, the saints all sing. Great is your faith. sing, your word and kingdom and all. We lean on the promise of all that you are, and trust forevermore. We will trust forevermore. The heavens ring, the saints so sing, great is your faith. So sing, great is your faithfulness From age to age we will proclaim Great is your faithfulness How great is your faithfulness From age to age we will go Sing, great is your faithfulness From age to age we will proclaim Great is your faithfulness How great is your faithfulness How great is your faith?
0: Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have need, thy hand hath proved.
6: Lord, unto me.
0: The love of the faithful creator, the peace of the wounded healer, the joy of the comforting spirit, the hope of the three in one surround and encourage you this day and forever. Amen. Go in peace.